get him. Hello everyone, Homecoming Hero here with another episode of the Late Night Sprites podcast. The Bloggins podcast, both run by me, both about all sorts of video game topics, and it is that time of the year. It is the end of 2021. We are getting close to the end of 2021. So instead of doing a big look back retrospective, I'm going to talk about my favorite games that I played this year. Some games that really stood out to me that came out in 2021. And I did not play Chikori yet, but I just got Chikori on my Switch. And I cannot wait to play it, and I'll be playing it soon. I just got Cruisin' Blast, and I've been having, no pun intended, a blast with it. And we'll probably be playing it plenty. Um, and in terms of new games on my PS4, I didn't really get any, like, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Uh, I picked up Guardians of the Galaxy, but I haven't played it yet. But I did play one game on PS4 that I loved, and also I'm going to be completely out of order. Monkey Ball Banana Mania. This is a remake done well. I loved this remake, and I want to go back to it and play more. I played it for a good long weekend and got through most of the story mode. I played through some of the challenges, and there's a ton of content in this game. Whether on Switch or PS4, if you want a fantastic arcade-style puzzle game with a ton of personality and a tons of fun, Monkey Ball Banana Mania is great, and I hope the series continues to follow Banana Mania's suit. There's a bunch of accessibility options, the graphics are great, the original music is locked behind a paywall, but all complaints are minor, but besides the fact that this game is fantastic. Now, another game that I played this year was Metroid Dread, and Dread is what this game filled me with. But not in a bad way. This game is incredible. It's amazing. I love 2D Metroid. I've mostly played 2D Metroid. I think my favorite is probably Zero Mission. And wow. I just... I loved this game. I... It's it's incredible. The story is great. The environments are great. The, the graphics work. The gameplay is amazing the game is really hard but it's very satisfying to beat and the enemies are very satisfying to learn how to beat and the bosses are epic so you probably heard it from a lot of places but metroid dread is definitely one of my games of the year 100 percent in my top five list for the games of the year um another game that i played a lot this year that came out this year was Mario Party Superstars. In fact, at the time of this recording, I just got done playing it with some friends. An online traditional Mario Party is so fun. It is so refreshing. Uh, The minigame variety is great. The graphics are great. The music is fantastic. The board selection was fun. I hope they add more. If you want a great party game to play with friends, then this is it and you don't even need friends in the same room if they got a copy you can play with friends far away and it runs pretty well i have played several matches that run incredibly well and i hope this game gets dlc and if you want another party game warrior get it together maybe not 
might not have online, but if you have people in the same room, well, this one is perfect for co-op. Story mode in co-op, uh, you know, tons of minigame modes, a lot of fun variety. One of my favorite songs in a game, Penny's Song, might be one of my favorite new pieces of music to come out of the Nintendo Switch, and I love it. Nintendo needs to keep putting these lyrical pieces of music in their games, whether it was Jump Up Superstar or Life Light or anything else that they've done. If they want to put one in Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, I'm all down for it. But yeah, I loved uh, playing through Mario Party. WarioWare Get Together, I didn't enjoy as much, but it's still really fun. WarioWare Get Together is more so built for multiplayer. Mario Party, just by having that online feature, inherently made it uh, easier for me with where some of my friends are located. But Mario Party, if you there, if you need two uh, party games, here you go. This is also a really good year for Pokemon. With the Diamond and Pearl remake, which um, I know a lot of people are split on. Some people really love it. Some people really hate it. For me personally, I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan out there, but I am excited for Legends Arceus and the new direction that it'll take. But the Diamond and Pearl remake, if you have not played Diamond and Pearl like I have, are a great way to experience it. With the improved graphics, the better music, and just uh, some quality of life improvements overall. And the fact that, you know, getting a Switch and getting this may be cheaper than getting a 3DS and getting the original game. The original game is quite expensive, so if you have the option of the original or a $60 one on Switch, definitely go for the remake, even though there are parts of it that I'm not too thrilled about. Namely, the simplistic graphics, the emotionless models, and the gameplay, and just everything feels kind of blah, honestly. There's some days I love playing it, and others that I'm kind of indifferent to it. But we also got Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap, and how exciting to have a new Pokemon Snap game. The graphics are beautiful. The gameplay is super relaxing. It's really fun to play and go through. Uh, there may be a little bit too much dialogue in this game, but besides that, oh my gosh, the environments, the Pokemon, it's super fun, it's super wholesome, it's super adorable. If you just want a great game to relax to, then this one's the one to play. It is an amazing time to just hang out and, you know, maybe for an hour or two just take some pictures of Pokemon and, and relax. But aside from Monkey Ball, there were a few other great remakes and ports this year. Some people were excited about Skyward Sword, but I started the year with Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Bowser's Fury made me super excited for the future of Mario, and just the whole mode in general, playing through uh, 3D World again with some updated speed, doing online multiplayer with friends, I really enjoyed it. I love 3D World, it's uh, probably in my top 10 Mario games across the entire franchise. I love the way it blends 2D and 3D. The music is fantastic. And then the addition of a three hour campaign through Bowser's Fury is a super fun time. 
Bowser's Fury is just one of those modes that makes me optimistic to see where Mario is going in the future. And who knows? Maybe in 2022 we'll get a glimpse and see where Mario is going. We got a lot of great games announced, so I'll get to that in a future episode. But Bowser's Fury was a great time from start to finish. In terms of remakes from uh, Bowser's Fury and Monkey Ball Banana Mania, this... And for some, for the Diamond and Pearl remake, this was just a really good year for gaming. There was a lot, even the add-ons were really great. I played through Mr. X's Nightmare a ton through uh, Streets of Rage 4. Additional characters with their own movesets are really fun to play as, and a mode that essentially turns Streets of Rage 4 into a roguelike with new options. It may have been tough, but this mode was fun i really enjoyed playing through this mode even if i would lose and my whole run would get ended in one fell swoop mr x's nightmare was one of my favorite things to go through in terms of dlc another bit of dlc was all the hype smash announcement uh, all of the smash announcements sephiroth was ending the year in 2020 but we got pyron mithra we got um, Kazuya from Tekken, and we got Sora in Smash. Oh my gosh, Sora was in Smash Brothers. Who would have guessed of all the characters? I even on this podcast in my uh, video thanking Sakurai and the team over at Sora for what they did. How, how, it, it, it still baffles me that Sora was put in Smash, and I was so ecstatic. I was so happy to be wrong, just as I was so happy to be wrong about Advance Wars being uh, revealed at E3 this year. That was a moment that was really big for me. The February Direct gave me Mario Golf, which I played with friends and found an enjoyable golf game. But, aside from that, the February Direct didn't have that many titles that I was excited for, but... Wow, looking back at this year, E3? From Metroid Dread to WarioWare Get It Together, to Mario Party Superstars, to Monkey Ball Banana Mania, to Advance Wars Reboot Camp, to Breath of the Wild 2... It just, to cruising Blast, it fired on all cylinders for me. And there were very few moments that I wasn't glued to my screen going, I want that, and I want that. And the September Direct may have had a few announcements too many for my liking for future announcements, whether it was Smash, Animal Crossing, or the N64 Online. But... That also had announcements for me like Splatoon 3, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, and more that just made me ecstatic. Um, mainly Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, Splatoon 3, Chocobo GP actually excited me quite a bit. And, of course, just the Animal Crossing Direct, who knew that I was going to get not only the Happy Home Paradise... Not only was the 2.0 update going to add so much more, including really cool features like, you know, the commune and uh, squeezing through tight corridors and so much more, but the fact that I would get dragged into Animal Crossing once again. 
2021 was the year that I fell in love with Animal Crossing again. I played it for a good few solid months back when it first came out, but this was the year that I really fell into it. I loved playing it with friends, I loved playing the main game, I loved doing the Happy Home Paradise. I love Animal Crossing now. The 2.0 update was everything I needed, everything I was missing, and made it not only a great multiplayer, but a great single player experience by giving the player more to do while they wait for their friends and giving us a happy home mode that gives us plenty to do while we wait to hang out with our friends with so much more included, including new villagers. The Animal Crossing update was one of my absolute favorite things to come out this year. It was a great year for DLC and games alike. We also got plenty of indie world presentations with getting amazing games like Jacori being shadow dropped or games that are coming next year or just so many wonderful things that the Nintendo indie presentations were fantastic. And Sony's reveal for the next few years, whether it's Spider-Man 3, Horizon, God of War, Sony has a few big things up their sleeves. Psychonauts 2, even though I didn't play it, came out this year and addressed mental health in such a loving and caring way, wrapped in fantastic gameplay that makes me so excited to finally try that game out at some point. And Ratchet and Clank looked nothing short of a Pixar movie. An indie game took home the Game of the Year award. An indie game made by a small studio that at the time, and still at the time of this recording, is coming under fire from a frivolous and stupid lawsuit over the game's name. But It Takes Two looks like a game that I definitely need to try out. Metroid Dread, Mario Party Superstars, there were so many great Nintendo games this year to play, whether with friends or to go on a quest by yourself. There were so many great indie games to play. It was a great year in terms of games. I got through some of my backlog this year and plan through to get through more of it next year. But I saved the best for last. A game that came out July 27, 2021. A game that really just is my game of the year. I love Metroid. I love Cruisin'. I love the indie games I played this year. I love Monkey Ball and Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, and I enjoyed WarioWare getting together in Mario Golf. But there was one game, even over the Pokemon remake, even over the new Pokemon Snap, one game that I wanted for so long that I never thought I would get. My game of the year. All A lot of the games, if I were to rank them, it would probably be... Number 5 would be Mario Party Superstars. Number 4 would be Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Number 3 would be Metroid Dread. Number 2 would be... Actually, no. Number 3 would probably be well let me see it's really hard to pick because for all the other categories the reason that i didn't pick one is because they all kind of shuffled like for one day i'd be like oh metroid Dread goes here and mario 3d world goes here okay my definitive list 
for my top five AAA games and indie games included because there were so many great indie games that came out this year. I got to play a good handful of them. And, you know, these developers should be so proud that their games stand alongside these AAA games so well. And they make their games so enjoyable. Okay, number five. Just from what I've seen, and very little I've gone through, Chikori. Chikori deserves a spot on the list. Chikori slash cruising. Chikori slash cruising blast. I haven't played much, but what I know are wonderful, engaging, unforgettable experiences. Number four, Mario Party Superstars. My premier go-to party game that I will be playing again and again. Number three, Metroid Dread. Even though I'm not good at like the Metroid Prime games, and Metroid Dread was a really tough time, and I didn't beat it as fast as other people, it's an adventure that I'll go on over and over again and want to learn and get better at, and I really enjoyed. Number two is Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury for being the remake that I really wanted. And number one is the game that I never thought I would get. My game of the year is The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I have been disenfranchised with Ace Attorney for a long while. I have not agreed with a lot of the writing decisions, and anyone's opinion is valid, so if you like those games, then good for you. But the last game that I really liked was 5. I despised 4, and was not a big fan of 6. This game made me believe in the franchise again, and showed me and reminded me of the potential when a great storyteller and not people who are phoning it in are at the helm set way in the past as you play as phoenix's ancestor ryanosuke norohodo and his many friends whether it's suzato mikotoba um his other friends that he makes along the way or the great detective herlock sholmes you must help solve mysteries with you must deal with people who don't uh understand you you must deal with people who are set in their ways and this game also has a great commentary on dealing with people who don't want people who are different in their lives whether it's the prosecutor baroque van van zykes or the very stubborn members of the jury Ryanosuke has a long and hard uphill battle, but the undertones of hope, understanding, growth, set with comedy, as well as great moments, both lighthearted and heavy-handed, incredibly well-written, these are two of my favorite Ace Attorney games, period, and set alongside the original trilogy. These might even be my favorite Ace Attorney games. The music is fantastic. The graphics looked great for the 3DS and were updated for the Switch. 
The game has accessibility features. The game will take you a good long while, so you will get your money's worth. And it was sold at a discounted rate of $40 at launch, with two games bundled in. Two games that are well over 50 hours long. With sweeping narratives, any fan of graphic novels should give this a try. And anyone who loves game graphic novels should consider this game or interactive novels, visual novels. That's the phrase. This is a great first Ace Attorney game. Now, the cases may be longer, but the story is so well written that it will keep you glued throughout the entire thing. There are so many different game mechanics that when you factor them together, fit together like a perfect puzzle in the best way possible. And everything from the great characters to the great music made this experience unforgettable. There were moments that made me laugh, moments that made me think, and moments that made me cry. These are paired together because you, both of them relied together, so they were put in that collection together. This is a steal at what the price that's asked for, and a fantastic game. I loved it. The story, the characters, the side characters, and I'm being as vague as possible because this is a story that I think you should experience. The music... There are so many amazing pieces of music. The music, the atmosphere, everything in this game works. And it's a great first ace attorney game because unlike the others, this one is not connected to the series at all. This is set so far in the past that it is not connected to the mainline series. Written by series veteran Shu Takumi, this game is perfect. This game is amazing. Actually, it's not perfect. There are some jokes that do not land. There are some storylines that aggravate me. And this game is not perfect. But this game is a 9 out of 10. The moments that are bad do not stick around long. And the good outweighs the bad in spades. And trust me, Herlock Sholmes makes this game worth it just alone. If you want a great detective character that will make you laugh as well as be just an all-around amazing character, Herlock is one of the best uses of the Sherlock Holmes moniker that I have ever seen. There are ties to the Sherlock Holmes story that if you are a Sherlock Holmes fan, you will enjoy the winks and nods. You will enjoy some of the storylines that harken back to those classic stories. Well, they are tackled by a different take on the world's quote-unquote best detective. Thank you so much for listening. Um, that is my game of the year. I highly recommend it. Go and play Great Ace Attorney Chronicles if you really want a great visual novel experience that is completely unforgettable with great music and great characters. I, I loved it, and I think you will too. Thank you for so much for listening. If you want more, then check out latenightsprites.blogspot.com where I will be talking about some other fun topics and I have a really big fun theme planned for January. But this is not my last episode for the year. That one is up next and I can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more content, check out the blog. I post on here and the blog at least once a week. 
Thank you so much. Take care. Stay safe out there. And I'll see you again soon.